Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to Julian's Lightroom episode 4. It's been a freaking while, and that's okay, because there ain't no pressure on me, and there never be. It's all good. Um, I'm back here. I had the urge to make another episode since it's been a little while, and I know it's something important to me, and that I want to keep doing. Uh, but, you know, I'm not not being too hard on myself about getting episodes out. So here we are. Welcome. Um, today's probably going to be a little bit of a sedated episode. Who knows? But um, yeah, I'll get more into it as we continue. Um, so first things first, if you would like to join me for five deep conscious breaths, in through the nose, out through the nose or mouth, whatever you like. And uh, we're just gonna we're gonna do that to get ourselves started on kind of a grounding level, and uh, just relax ourselves a little bit. It'll kind of calm down um, one of the nervous systems. I'm not sure which one, but uh, it's supposed to do something. So <laughs> you're gonna have to trust me on this. But I mean, you know, everyone kind of knows how good deep breaths can make you feel. So we're going to start with five deep breaths. If you want to join along, go ahead. If you want to skip ahead, go ahead. We'll begin now. So in through the nose. And just let go. Just feel your body loosen up. Let go of that tension. In again. That's number two. You can do it at your own pace. I'm just gonna do it at mine. And that's three. is number five all right thanks for joining me i hope that made you feel a little bit better it definitely made me feel relaxed and um it's definitely getting me ready for bedtime <laughs> um it's funny because i'm doing this right before bed which you know typically tell myself isn't probably a great time to be I don't know, doing something creative or putting my energy into this for some reason. I always think, you know, I'm not going to be able to produce something worthwhile or I'll be too tired or, you know, the brain function won't be optimal. But um, that's not really what this podcast is about. This podcast is, sorry, I'm making noise. Um, this podcast is about, you know, expressing myself in whatever kind of space I'm in currently so here's one of the looks at the space that I'm in right before bed I got my tea here got a chamomile tea I made sure to boil the water I read online that chamomile tea and other herbal teas require a full rolling boil to get the most out of your flavor so if you're into that try it out I got some honey in here I got some glycine and uh, we're gonna sip on this ever so peacefully during this episode. So excuse me while I sip. <laughs> <laughs> 
I know I haven't said anything of substance yet. Well, which isn't true. Um, anyways, I'm going to take a sip. Mm. Oh, that's good. A little too sweet. Put too much honey in. That's okay. The glycine's already sweet, so I probably didn't need that much honey. But, you know, while I'm pouring it, I just see that stuff pouring out, piling up at the bottom of the mug. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, let's get some more in there. But, um, yeah, thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. Thanks for breathing. Thanks for being alive. Now, what do I want to get off my chest right now? There's been a lot going on in my mind lately. And, man, I've just been feeling so, like, the way I've been explaining it to some of my friends I've been talking about this with is, like, you know, those, like, heart rate monitors you see in hospitals that are, like, beep, beep, beep. The way I've been feeling lately is just, like, me, if you know what I'm saying. Not that I'm dead, but um, just feeling super, I don't know. Man, I just haven't been feeling lively. I haven't been feeling inspired or confident or 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 strong. You know, I haven't forgotten that you know, I am those things and we all are. Um, but um I've been struggling to feel them thoroughly lately. And when did this begin it began I don't know maybe a couple weeks ago um and I I don't know what the reason is I have an idea and it's kind of a lot of reasons it's like a lot of different things so you know for a good like at least week you know I was eating okay but I wasn't making the greatest food choices and I was I was kind of cheating a lot on um the diet that I believe is most optimal for me and we can get into all that another time maybe i could go off on so many branches and tangents off my main point but um yeah you know i was kind of like ah you know what how bad can it be i'll have this uh, i'll have this piece of cake or we had a potluck um with everyone at the end of the work season and they brought all sorts of goodies and stuff a lot of stuff i typically would not even think about eating or making as part of my diet, you know, full of ingredients that I'm not crazy about. And, um, I just was mowing down heavily consuming kind of whatever. And, um, yeah, yeah. Ice cream cake from Dairy Queen. I mean, just, <laughs> it's almost like laughable how bad for you that probably is. Um, but I went ahead and I did it and, you know, it was kind of in the, it was kind of in the spirit that, um, you know, that I was joining other people in doing something through eating these things that I believe are bad for us. Um, and I'm not like displacing the blame on anybody. I made the conscious decision to eat these things and, um, uh, yeah, I, re I, I suppose I regret it. Um, I don't necessarily regret it. I'm not going to ponder and dwell on it because, you know, I learned something about myself through eating these things and it just reinforced the fact that it makes me feel like shit. So 
you know, not even just physically, it didn't even make me feel that bad physically, which I'm thankful for, but that's probably due to the fact that I am, you know, relatively pretty healthy and also young and, um, what's the word? Like, um, I don't know. I'm able to do a bunch of, uh, probably detrimental things to my body and recover from it, um, pretty quickly. Um, as opposed to, you know, when I'm maybe in my 60s or 70s, you know, those things won't be as easy to tolerate, maybe is the word I'm looking for. Um, anyway, so that's that's one part of the equation. Another part of the equation was I wasn't making time or forcing myself to exercise thoroughly like I enjoy doing. And that was happening. So a little bit of, I wouldn't say like total um, lethargy or total sedentariness, but it was definitely, it was definitely a lot more than I usually am. Um, and then mixed on top of the fact that I was eating poorly. And then also probably, excuse me, I burped. Also probably some emotional anticipation for, um, what was upcoming at the time, which was a trip to go see my grandfather which I'll get into, um, in a little bit maybe, but yeah, so I kind of had all these factors, you know, whether it was consciously or subconsciously kind of affecting my mental space. And I also wasn't, um, wasn't practicing or being very, very, uh, disciplined about, um, positive affirmations, which I find are, I think they're really important, at least for me. And I'm sure they are for others too. Um, they're especially important for me because I've grown up thinking about myself in such a way for so long that there's kind of a lot of, um, there's like, there's like a huge backlog of, negative perspectives of myself. So, so I guess what I'm trying to say is like for so long, I've had these like negative ways of looking at myself, um, that they become, that they've become, you know, habituated. And those are kind of the default ways in which I've seen things. And just this past like year and a half coming up on two years, will mark, you know, kind of the start of my journey of trying to look at things in, and myself in a different light and in a positive light and in a strengthening and, um, empowering manner. And so if I'm not practicing it thoroughly, it's really easy for me to fall back into kind of those, you know, thinking and perspective habits that are negative and not really self-serving in any way. And so, yeah, like kind of subconsciously, I've just been feeling like my confidence dwindling a little bit. Um, I haven't been engaging in very many creative activities or creative ventures, which is, you know, also another reason for me probably feeling a little bit dull lately. Um, so I'd like to get into more of that. I really wish I had a guitar. I got to get a guitar. I love the sound of it. I love learning it. I love being able to play music. 
So, yeah, putting that out there. I gotta get a guitar. And, um, and a harmonica, actually. A uh, little side note, I went over to my friend Louis's place where he's staying with this uh, really sweet, really kind couple. Um, my friend Louis, he was, he was a visiting volunteer from Northern England um, who came to help out at uh, the Bird Observatory that I work at. And um, we ended up making really good friends and he made friends with everyone else too. And, you know, we we're all just kind of this great, awesome friend group and everyone loved Louie and he's a great guy. And anyways, that's a bit of context, but dude, now I'm going off on a side tangent on a side tangent. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> uh, anyways, I went over to his house and I noticed a harmonica on the piano in the living room and I picked that thing up and man. It's so, <laughs> it's kind of funny because the harmonica is already set in a key. So no matter like how you use it, it basically, it's in key. So it sounds good. So there's no way of you like fuffing things up really. Um, but man, something about that sound is just great. And so I'd like to get a harmonica and play some tunes on there. Learn how to play some tunes, learn how to manipulate it properly. And I'm um, just going to take another sip of my tea. Yep, way too sweet, but it's still good. Um, that's okay. A little bit of honey before bed is fine. I don't have problems with that. If I eat like way too much sugar, that's an issue. Um, I won't be able to sleep, but this is fine because it'll be, it'll be, it'll be like a sedative, not the honey, but the tea and the, I don't know. I hear that it's good to have a little bit of sugar before bed, you know, keeps your liver doing something good. I gotta actually learn things when I hear them. Um, anyways, um, yeah, I've been feeling pretty dull lately, and my theory is that it's an accumulation of all those things that were going on, and uh, a lot of it, you know, I was writing a letter to my friend about this today, and, and um, you know, it was kind of a really, I really enjoyed this thought, I really felt good having this thought, <laughs> um, is that, you know, as you're going through life, there's going to be ebbs and flows of your mood of whether you feel good or whether you're feeling not so good. And, um, some of that, you know, I don't even like to think that it's out of your power because I like to believe that, like, I like to believe that your destiny and your reality is all under your control. But, um, you know, there's an ebb and flow to life, you know, things change constantly, feelings change, um, moods change, and, you know, that's a part of it, um, but, so accepting that, but then also accepting the fact that the decisions and choices that you make can either exaggerate the ebb and flow or suppress it in different ways, so, you know, if you have, uh, let's say, let's say your mood, let's say your mood goes up and you've been taking really good care of yourself and doing all the things that you love doing, then you're really able to absorb and appreciate when your mood is incredibly good and, you know, savor it. Um, and if you're still making those, those good decisions, when the, uh, when the wave dips down, when the, when the ebb and flow goes down into, you know, maybe a more negative place, then, 
then you have mechanisms and tools to to withstand it and to come out of it a lot easier. Um, however, if you're not taking care of yourself, then when the ebbs and flows do come, then those highs you don't appreciate as much and you don't take advantage of. And then the lows, you know, you make them even worse. And so, you know, something that I learned a while ago of when things are going poorly or something negative happens, it's like, okay, this outside circumstance that's out of my control um, is maybe undesirable, okay? This undesirable thing happens. That already is undesirable, obviously, and not, it doesn't feel good. And so, boom, that's, that's the fact of that. And then you, as the person, you know, interacting with this um, circumstance, you have the choice to view it or react to it in a way that either, you know, adds negativity to the negativity that's already there, or instead, you know, tries to find some positivity through it to, you know, make that negativity that's already going to be there, you can't control the outside circumstance, you know, learn something from it or make something out of it or, you know, find something to gain or a silver lining out of it. So, so I find that really inspiring is that we have that, you know, we have that choice where when we meet life halfway, you know, our influence is powerful as well. The choice that we make is powerful as well. And we kind of have to come into a symbiosis with these outside circumstances that we can't control. We have to accept them for what they are and and perceive them and interact with them in a way that that just keeps fighting and keeps pushing for positive energy, positive outcomes um, without denying the reality of the situation. Right. So, you know, that was, that was, um, there was a chance for me to exercise this recently. And I'll go back to what I was talking about earlier when I went to visit my grandfather. And, um, a little bit of context. My grandfather is now 87. He'll be 88 next month. He has dementia. Um, he, I haven't seen him in 10 years. Okay. So I had like before this, I hadn't seen him in 10 years because communication was kind of not cut off. I always had the option to reach out to him, but I never felt the desire to, because there's a lot of, you know, and I'm sure I don't even understand the full scope of, you know, the situation or the relationship dynamics, but, um, it's a very complex relationship between my father and him, which is, you know, this grandfather I'm talking about is my dad's dad. And, you know, they hadn't talked to each other for seven years until up until recently. And, you know, my grandfather made choices that hurt the family and hurt his children and, you know, treated them in such ways that you know, kind of 
when I heard about these things, they painted this picture of him of, you know, kind of evil or the enemy or, you know, just someone that I don't have to bother really, you know, fighting to form a connection with. It didn't sound like there was anything, anything worthwhile for me there. And so, you know, I have memories of seeing him when I was younger and I wasn't particularly attached to him because he always lived across the country. You know, I always lived in Southern Ontario and he's always, you know, since I've been around, lived in Seattle. And so, you know, visits were few and far between. So it was kind of hard to form any sort of strong relationship there. So it was, he was kind of one of those family members that, you know, is part of your family but not really around and so you don't feel that much attachment to them so anyways um anyways um his health has been his health has been declining pretty rapidly since the dementia is uh i would say accelerating and then also affecting other of his bodily functions and man i'm sorry trying to work this out um is it bumming me out talking about this no it's fine it's fine it's fine it is what it is it is what it is i just want to be really you know accurate about what I'm saying here. Um, anyway, so his health is declining rapidly and my parents offered me, uh, offered to buy me a flight and transportation to go see him, um, before he passes. And I took that opportunity. And when I took that opportunity, I didn't feel any sort of way about it. Um, I didn't have any sort of emotional feelings. I didn't feel sad. I didn't feel like I missed him. I didn't feel anything really. Sorry, I burped again. Um, <laughs> but, um, but I knew that I, there was something important for me there to go there to see him. I knew that seeing the man who is responsible for, you know, my father and my aunts being alive and therefore responsible for my being alive, you know, there would be something about that that would really matter to me. And so that's what kind of gave me the inspiration to go see him. Um, and I almost felt like there's a point where it wasn't going to work out where I wasn't going to be able to go just because logistically it was tough. And I also thought about, okay, what if I don't see him and he does pass away? I suppose I'll be all right. And that probably would have been true. But um, I did go see him and I'm really glad I did. It was, it was really, there was a lot to be learned through going there. And kind of back to my original point was like, all right, here are the ebbs and flows of life. Here is my grandfather, you know, we share the same blood, we share the same DNA, he's the reason I'm here, you know, despite 
whatever demons he has, you know, whatever happened in the past. I mean, now we're here face to face and, you know, it's hard. It's hard seeing him in that, in that state where, you know, in a couple minutes, he kind of forgets who you are and, um, he's pretty much couch ridden. Like he can't walk, his body's breaking down and, you know, obviously all those are kind of undesirable things, but the choice that we make is to, how do we frame this in a light of positivity? How do we frame this in a light of meaning? And, and I got to exercise that in seeing him where, you know, I got to be glad that I saw him when he was able to recognize that I looked like my dad. Like a few times when I looked at him, he looked at me, he looked at me and he said my dad's name and, or he'd say, you look like my son. And I'd have to remind him I was his grandson. And and I'm just glad that I got to see him when he was still able to make that connection. Cause who knows in a month from now, I don't know how much the dementia will have, you know, accelerated by then. And so, you know, I'm happy that I got to experience that connection with him and that he saw my father in me and I could see my father in him, you know, just looking at him. I couldn't take my eyes off of him. You know, it was, I was seeing through all the drama I was seeing through all the stories. I was seeing through all the labels I've put on them in my mind. And I just saw him there as a human and as the human. A human, but the human, but a human who is responsible for my being alive. And I was just, I was just blown away looking at his face and just seeing like, just realizing that I look like this guy, <laughs> you know? And, uh, yeah, it was incredible. And there was also, you know, something valuable to be taken from it because he, he's kind of shown a lot of us in a way what not to do, you know, and there's value in that. There's value in seeing someone make those decisions and then seeing how it manifests in their life later on. So you know, I understand that maybe dementia is a genetic thing. Um, but from what I understand, you know, whether you have the genes or not, how much they get expressed through life circumstance can be quite the influence. So, you know, I'm not really surprised that he's developed dementia when he's, you know, he's suffered from anger and stress and and alcoholism for a long time and you know now his body's failed him and now his mind is failing him and he doesn't really have you know everyone that came to visit him that weekend is from southern ontario like it's not easy for us to come out there and see him it's not easy you know i'm in I'm in BC, obviously, I'm on Vancouver Island, but even then it's almost a thousand dollars for me to go there and back, 
and that was like with me staying in a hotel for free because I got to stay with my with my aunt and uncle and cousins and you know like it just kind of it just kind of showed me what not to do you know and and that you know even though he might have messed up in some ways his family's still there his family's still there wanting to see him his family's still there hurting from seeing him in his weakness and you know that I found inspiration there I was able to view it through a lens that allowed me to find inspiration and I'm really grateful that you know I've come this far in kind of my spiritual awareness that I've been able to extract that from this instead of only letting it depressing me because it definitely did bum me out like for a good few days after this I was just like I felt like I had nothing to produce from my brain like nothing creative nothing silly nothing nothing confident like 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 I know I can be like I know I am and but you know maybe there's that like Maybe that's what that, you know, that negative part of the wave of life is, is that, you know, obviously when you leave someone who's a really close part of you for what might be the last time and you say goodbye to him, um, you know, I think I'd be silly to think that it wouldn't affect me emotionally. Um, so, you know, if I just let it depress me on top of, on top of that, you know, and only see this circumstance in a negative light or in a sad light or in a helpless light, then, you know, that's just adding, I don't know if insult to injury is the right word, but it's just adding negativity to what is already an undesirable circumstance so you know I tried making the choice to find meaning in it and I think I did and it's inspired me to live my life in such a way that you know when I have my own family you know they don't have to travel across the whole country to spend time with me when I'm when I'm in my old age and, and it's also inspired me to you know create a freedom for myself that no matter where I am in relation in relation to my parents you know in their final moments I've I can create the time to spend it with them and not have to leave because I have to go work for somebody else to to feed myself or to to keep the lights on you know what I mean like I I'm going to I'm going to find that freedom for myself so that way I can be where I want to be, when I want to be, when I have to be there. And, you know, I'm just grateful that my grandfather gave me an opportunity to find inspiration there. And I'm grateful that he gave me life. And, man, it doesn't feel good to be bummed out, but, you know, I'm... I'm trying to accept it and I'm trying to swing the pendulum back the other way 
you know, back towards momentum, back towards confidence, back towards excitement and drive and passion, you know, all those, all those attributes and characteristics that, you know, I want to be building on and that I know I have within me and I just need to practice. Um, but, you know, on top of, you know, already the negative circumstances, I made some choices that, you know, didn't help the situation, like not working out, like eating poor food, like maybe not getting enough sleep. And, uh, those all kind of exaggerated my, my lame mood. And so, yeah, yeah. Anyways, I hope, I hope any of that made sense. Um, I'm going to take another sip of tea. This has been steeping for like 20 minutes, but it's fine. Leaves a bit of a gross aftertaste in my mouth. It's okay. Um, yeah, but you know, at the end of the day, um, I'm really, I'm really thankful that, you know, I've made friends out here who have been willing to keep me company kind of while I go through this, despite my very mundane responses and reactions and like lifelessness, <laughs> it was still really important and really nice to have just company to be around. Cause I know if I was alone, you know, I wouldn't be, uh, I wouldn't be recovering mentally as quickly and yeah, I kind of feel like I'm back. I'm swinging things back the other way now. It's been a few days. I've had some good time to process the visit with my grandfather. I've had some good time to get back in the gym, get back to working on my movement. Um, get back to writing. I've been, I've been writing a lot, which is good. And I'm proud of that. I'm happy that I'm doing that. I think that's one of the it's one of the most important things I can do for honestly just one of the most important things I can do period is write and express myself and repeat the things that I know I want and I know I am and um, yeah yeah it's been good so I'm excited to keep it going I feel pretty good, you know, obviously not my best still, but that's okay. I'm trying not to be impatient with myself and, you know, the fact that I've sat down here and decided to start a podcast in the midst, maybe not in the midst, but at the tail end of all this, you know, I'm kind of proving to myself that I'm getting back in the swing of things and I also wrote my friend a letter earlier, so that was a lot of fun. You know, these are things that I like to do when I'm in like the right mindset. But today I just said, you know what? I'm not gonna, sometimes I place like too much importance on things. Not that they're not important, but I place importance on it to the degree that it becomes kind of a big scary task to deal with. And like, oh, I better get it right. I better do it perfectly. But I have read this great quote in one of the books I'm reading where he suggests like you know doing the most important thing in your life for 
taking those steps towards your dream, do it with the casualty. I don't know if that's the right word because that makes me think of, you know, a casualty. But, you know, do it in a way, do it in, with the same type of way that you would go buy a newspaper, you know. Don't make it a big deal. Just do it. And if you want to get good at something, then do a little bit every day and just keep practicing and inevitably you'll get better inevitably you'll get better so i kind of like that so that's kind of how i approach doing this podcast today you know without putting a huge expectation on it without really worrying about what the past episode sounded like without really even like coming into this episode with a plan about anything you know just sitting down and kind of talking about what's been on my mind lately and and you know thoughts come up in my brain where it's like oh you know you know like the the doubtful part of my brain is like oh you know you're just gonna talk about the same things you've been talking about with everyone lately and it's like yeah and what's wrong with that you know it's like oh well what if the people that uh you talked about this stuff with listen to your podcast they're like oh i've already heard it's like man the brain can create some really kind of hilariously silly reasons not to do something um so i'm happy that i'm here doing it anyways and i'm just happy to be alive and everything else is a bonus you know everything else past the first breath in the morning is a blessing and a bonus and my blessings have been extensive my blessings have been extensive lately like, you know, this house that I've been able to live in with, uh, with this really sweet couple, they offered me their home free of charge and, you know, that kind of generosity and living with them has been so great and such a huge help. And, you know, just coming across the country and meeting all sorts of great people and, you know, getting to do some really really interesting work you know outside every day on the coast get to swim in the ocean you know i get to meet uh old ladies who sell raw goat's milk and 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 buy goat's milk under the table (laughs) and um and what else i don't know make make friends at the gym sometimes and i'll go on crazy cool hikes and you know spend time with dog and spend time with work friends and go surfing and get a job to go snowboarding this winter. I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. And so an update, I think today is October 30th, the day before Halloween. Um, and so an update is I'm going to be spending, I'm going to be spending some time. Actually, I won't say this because anyways, um, a large development that's coming up is the fact that I got hired at the uh, main ski resort that's on Vancouver Island, which isn't a huge one. It's not like it's not like those big West Coast ski resorts that you see a lot about, but it'll be huge to me coming from the tiny hills that I've shredded on. So I'm excited about that. I got a job there being the apprentice to the snowboard instructor which is cool for the snow school. Um, so I'm excited about that. I'm excited to hone my skills. I'm excited to be active and outside 
all day during the winter. I think that's going to be powerful and a huge benefit to my health mentally and physically. And I'm excited to um, uh, help teach people, learn how to teach people. I love it. I love interacting with people. I love sharing knowledge and, uh, you know, watching people get excited to better themselves and being a part of that is, is, uh, is a privilege. And yeah, so really excited to do that. Um, and then who knows what will happen from there. Life's just moving along and it's been, you know, not to be that guy, but my life's been a movie. My life's been a freaking movie like these last the last like two years dude my whole life no i'm not gonna i'm not gonna whittle it down to a couple months or years but and yours has too if you're listening to this your life's a movie too all right you just gotta see it that way you just gotta really really take in the the power of it the amazingness of it, the fact that you're alive as a living, moving organism. It's like, do you know the amount of things that had to go right for you to be here? Like, I'm so very lucky even just to have like, I'm moving my feet around right now and like bending my toes, but even just to have all 10 toes, you know what I mean? It's like, do you know how much had to go right in like the growing fetal process for that to happen it's it's such a blessing and you know after seeing my grandfather in his like state where he can't walk and you know he can kind of feed himself almost he can like lift fritos to his mouth it's like dude some people out there wish that they could just take a step forward some people wish that they could put their own body weight on their legs, you know? And so if I'm not taking full advantage of that, then I feel like I'm disrespecting those people who don't have the chance to do it. You know what I mean? Who are no longer able to do it or who have never been able to do it. And so, you know, I've been giving this, I've been given this amazing privilege, um, you know, whether it's with my body, my health, my financial position, um, my race in, in, a, in a Western society, you know, I, I am privileged and, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to just sit here and feel bad about it. You know what I mean? Like if I'm going to be privileged, I'm going to put it to good use and I'm going to use my privilege to, to try to bring positivity, love, ability, strength to everyone that I can. And that's kind of, that's kind of like my underlying inspiration through everything that I do. Even if, even if sometimes I don't feel inspired and sometimes I'm, you know, a little, a little mundane or a little tired or a little, you know, a little quiet. Um, at the end of the day, that's, that's all I want out of this life experience is to is to connect with people is to connect with people and 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 learn how to find ourselves in a perspective and a spiritual understanding that you know we feel fulfilled as we 
walk through this life. And, um, you know, we truly are lucky, whatever, whatever the outside circumstances may be, if we're alive, we're breathing, you know, what an opportunity. And, uh, yeah, I'm grateful for that. And I'm grateful to share it with others. And I'm grateful that I have friends who, you know, want to spend time with me. I'm grateful that I have friends who, who value me and I value them. And, you know, I've met so many amazing people who have opened so many doors for me and who I've created so many great memories with. And man, you know, sometimes I just think about everything that's happened and all the good that I've been given. And, you know, if my life had to end right now, I'd be really, really satisfied with everything that's happened, which doesn't mean I'm not excited for everything that's going to happen. And, you know, all the doors that have yet to open, all the ways my mind has yet to expand and, you know, how my beliefs will shift and change and the experiences that I'll go through, the trials and tribulations. I'm excited for it all, but, you know, I'm really, I'm really just, I'm really just grateful for what I have and uh, couldn't really ask for more. So, you know, I'm just going to keep on doing my best and, uh, you know, trying to bring a positive a positive light and a positive energy to people, you know, so hopefully it, it kind of infects them with positivity and then, and then, you know, they, they grow and, and build upon that and then, and then spread their positivity to others. And, you know, just like this huge chain reaction. That's, that's what it's all about, man. That's, that's how we're going to fucking save this world. I believe is, you know, through through real focused and optimistic and disciplined care of ourselves we then extend light to others and bring them up and boost their energy and that causes the chain reaction where when they boost their energy they're going to boost the energy of the people around them and all those people around them are going to boost the energy of all those people around them and it's exponential you know what I mean? So we can make the choice to either bring more truth, more positivity, and more love into this experience, or we can make the choice to ignore it and put our heads down and pretend that, you know, our personal influence doesn't doesn't matter because it does. It does. Like your, your influence is exponential. The amount of people that you come into contact with. Like if you think about like yourself as, you know, this one, this one, this one doorway that thousands of people, millions of people come into contact with. It's like, if you're a doorway that, that leaves that person in a better mood, in a healthier state, in, in a more creative mind space than the amount of people that you're touching and the amount of influence that you're having on the whole, it matters because those people are going to be doorways for other people as well. And it just, it just keeps going. So, 
you know, it's, um, it's not easy. It's not easy, but it's not, it's not that hard either, to be honest. Um, it's not easy because it requires effort in the moment, but what's actually harder is taking the easy route in the moment, which is ignoring the fact that, you know, most people kind of spread negativity. I'm not going to lie. If you're really like aware and like listening to people and the kind of words they use and kind of perspectives they have, limiting beliefs, um, you know, really like simplifying things that are complicated and, and labeling them, you know, you'll notice that it's a lot of negativity that gets spread. And that's just like the, that's the default for a lot of people. That's like the, the mindset that they've been taught to think in and the mindset that they've grown into. Um, you know, once you start noticing that, then, you know, you can start figuring out how to have the opposite effect, um, which is, I hope I'm not sounding conceited right now or like, or self-righteous or whatever, but, um, I just think that a lot of people don't, don't believe that they can make a big difference when I, I believe they can, because I feel like I can make a difference and I feel like I have made a difference and I'm no better or special than any one of you listening. I'm no better or specialer than anyone ever, you know? Like, if you if you met me three years ago, you know, I'm a different, I'm a different guy. I'm a different human. I feel a different way. And if you met me three years ago, you know, <laughs> it's just not the same. It's just not the same. So, yeah, yeah. It's not because I'm special. It's not because I know something that others don't that, or I think I have something that others don't is the reason why I feel like my influence matters and my, you know, it's powerful. It's powerful the words you use, the intent that you have, and the emotion that you show and share with people. It it changes everything. It changes everything. And there are a lot of things in our world that are chaotic. Um, and there are a lot of things in our world that are undesirable because of the path that humanity has chosen to go down. So... You know, if we want to make a difference in injustice, if we want to make a difference in the environment, if we want to make a difference in the depression of the world, then we have to start with ourselves. It all begins inside of us. It all begins with how we see ourselves and how we decide we're going to interact with the world around us and not just hopping in autopilot and doing it the same way we always have, but being aware of what we're doing and how what we're doing is affecting the area around us. And once you've done that, then you begin on an unstoppable journey. I mean, you can't even stop it if you want to, because once you're aware of it, 
it's really hard to stop being aware of it. So, you know, just, um, you know, just keep, just keep taking care of yourself, being kind to yourself, you know, taking care of the things that you know you should be taking care of, taking care of your health, taking care of your mental state, taking care of, you know, small stuff, just like organizing, keeping things clean, staying on top of little stuff, you know, work on your focus, work on not procrastinating, work on prioritizing, you know, all these little things, all these little things, although they may seem hard in the moment, life is actually harder if you ignore them and if you take the easy route in the moment so much of our world is centered around instant gratification and if you know as individuals we can be disciplined and you know shift our shift our perspective our daily perspective to that of delayed gratification then I think we can make a huge difference in a very short amount of time. And so, you know, I hope these words have been of help. I hope these words have been enjoyable to listen to, maybe insightful in some way for you. If not, maybe it was just amusing listening to me. And if you really didn't like it, then, you know, that's fine. That's okay too. And, uh, you know, like always, if you want to shoot me a message to, uh, you know, for something, if you want to know my thoughts on something, if you want me to answer a question, if uh, you want to answer one of the questions that I pose, which I don't think I did this episode, but, you know, even if you just have different thoughts on something I said, like just you know, sharing with me some of your thoughts about anything would be really appreciated. Uh, you don't have to, you can use the link in my Instagram bio or in the description of this podcast to send an anonymous message, which some people have before. And that was fun. Um, you can just text me or message me on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, if you want to, again, no pressure, but I'm always open. And, um, Tomorrow I'm going to wander around the city and look for some recording equipment so I can start having some conversations with uh, other people on here, which I'm excited for. And uh, yeah, so we're at about an hour now, 54 minutes, almost 55. And um, if you've been listening, thank you. Thanks for listening to me. Ramble, 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 ramble. It's been therapeutic. It's been a good exercise in my creativity. It makes me inspired. I feel productive. I feel strong. I feel confident. And we're just going to keep building building those feelings back up. Because, uh, you know, things happen and it's easy to lose them. Um, but the more you work on them, the more, you know, kind of uh, indestructible they become. So I'm just going to keep working at it for the rest of my life and uh i wish you all the best love and light um i'll end it with some positive affirmations too like i always do everything is unfolding in the way that it is meant to
and I am following the path of my chosen destiny. I am strong, I am healthy, I am loved, and I love freely. I do not judge others, I see myself in them, and I love them. And I walk in their shoes as much as I can. And I'm curious, and I ask questions, and I'm excited to be alive. I'm grateful to take a breath. I'm filled with energy. I'm filled with divine energy. And I put it to good use. And I bring positive influence to those around me. And you do too. Just gotta believe. Thanks for being here. Love and light from Julian. Have a good night or a good morning or a good life. <laughs>